Hey there, welcome to episode 12 of the Hormone Alignment Podcast. I'm your host, Denise from Eclipsic Herbs. As a hormone herbalist, I naturally turn to herbs to help support the body. This was definitely the case when I first learned about herbalism, was trying to figure out what was going on with my hormones, what I can do to naturally try to rebalance them, was how I stumbled upon herbalism and what led me on this path of natural healing. Now, back when I was doing my own research, trying to find out what herbs could help with my hormones, it was definitely very vague. Which, like, now that I know more about herbs, I can see why it was so vague, because it does definitely depend on, like, your own constitution, what types of hormone imbalances there are. But now that I have a general understanding of, like, the body, hormones, and everything like that, I can see and recommend to you guys a couple of different herbs that are good to overall rebalance the system as a whole, as, as it taken from, like, a holistic standpoint. So in today's episode, I'll go over some five herbs that I recommend to holistically balance your hormones. So the first herb I would recommend is nettle, also known as stinging nettle. And that's because, as the name suggests, this plant is covered in kind of like microscopic needles that can cause pretty bad reactions if you don't know how to handle it properly, if you kind of just brush against it. It's kind of like um, poison ivy a little bit, it has that like reaction if you touch it with like your bare hands. But the prickly queen is perfectly safe once processed. It's nutritive rich in vitamin A, C, E, F, K, P, zinc. It has formic acid, magnesium, iron, copper, psyllium, boron, bromine, chlorine, chlorophyll, potassium, phosphorus, sodium, iodine, and sulfur. <laughs> in fact, a cup of nettle has about 32 to 42% of the amount of calcium required on like a daily basis. It also has a couple of different vitamin B complexes, thymine, niacin, B6. All of these are fine in higher levels and act as antioxidants, which, as you know, help fight free radicals. So you can probably see why this herb is so great for your hormones. One of the common reasons for hormone imbalances is nutrient deficiencies, especially if you've been on birth control in the past, either you just got off of birth control or you've been on birth control for a couple of years because it does take a while to be able to get those storage levels back up because you are so depleted in most of your essential nutrients. And along with birth control, even if you're chronically stressed, it can also deplete you of most important nutrients. Nettle is also really good at supporting your digestive system as a anti-inflammatory, helping your digestion run smoothly so that it can get rid of any used up or excess hormones in your system, which we'll touch a little bit more on that later. So the next herb that I recommend for balancing hormones is red raspberry leaf. So kind of like little, raspberry leaf is in between plant medicine and food. So that means that it's safe to have in most quantities. But just as a little disclaimer, it's best to tell your doctor about what herbs you are taking because they are considered supplements and they can definitely interact with prescription medication. Now back on to the raspberry leaf. So it's great for most hormone imbalances because it's nutritive rich. It also help naturally rebalance your hormones. So some herbs like Vitex, which I'll talk a little bit more on that later, are for specific imbalances, while others are good to rebalance hormones in general. Red raspberry has an affinity for the ovaries, uterus, and womb, so it's great for issues like period pains, heavy period, irregular periods, PMS, and UTIs. And it's also, like I said, nutritive rich, so it has a lot of calcium, magnesium, iron, vitamin K, and it also has a group of compounds called, I'm going to try not to butcher this, Fragrine, which directly works with the smooth muscle of the womb to relax if there's too much tension. 
and to strengthen it if it's too weak. So that's a lot of cramping, spasms. It'll help relax that muscle tissue. You do need a bigger quantity of red raspberry leaf than most supermarket tea bags. So around four to eight grams taken as a tea, usually about three times a day is recommended. And the next herb is probably one of my favorite and it's dandelion root. So dandelion root has quite the affinity for the liver, meaning that it helps support your liver when it comes to your hormones and the liver is in charge of filtering out and getting rid of any used up or excess hormones in your body. But if your liver is sluggish or overwhelmed, it can lead to those hormones accumulating and eventually being reabsorbed, which can cause estrogen dominance. That's why making sure your digestive system is working optimally is one of the key pillars of getting your hormones balanced. Speaking of pillars to hormone balancing, chronic stress is another main culprit of being a hormone disruptor. That's why I always include a adaptogen to most of my clients when I work one-on-one -on -one with them. So an adaptogen is kind of like the name suggests, an herb that helps you better adapt to stress or better deal with stressors. One of the ones that I recommend the most, and it's become pretty popular nowadays, is ashwagandha. So ashwagandha is indicated for most reactive conditions like stress, anxiety, and it even helps to regulate some sleep patterns if you are suffering from insomnia. Now when it comes to insomnia, what some people don't know is that it can be linked to a hormone imbalance. If you have, let's say, estrogen dominance and you're also chronically stressed, that cortisol can go in and steal the precursor to progesterone. And it also steals from your magnesium storage. So when it comes to magnesium, it is kind of like the pre-precursor to melatonin. So if you're chronically stressed, that can be directly linking to your insomnia. That's why making sure that in care of any unchecked stress is so important. And like I said, ashwagandha helps to kind of shift that fight or flight response back to the rest and digest. It's also really high in iron too. All right, so finally, let's cover Vitex or chastity berry. So as a hormone herb, Vitex has gotten an amazing reputation and that's rightfully so. Vitex was one of the herbs that definitely helped me the most going through my hormone imbalance. So Vitex is amazing for those that have low progesterone levels. It's good for PMS, short periods, hormonal breakouts, and painful breasts before your period. But unlike the herbs that we've talked about so far, Vitex is only indicated when there is low levels of progesterone. It can make other symptoms like anxiety worse if your hormone imbalance isn't from progesterone. So for instance, for those individuals that have high levels of progesterone, or if the imbalance is in between your estrogen and progesterone, it could be your thyroid or testosterone levels. Those types of imbalances are indicated for Vitex. There's also a certain way that you should be taking Vitex, so it's best to take it at the same time every morning, starting on the last day of your period, then continuing to take it up until you start your period, and then repeating that process for a couple of cycles. You should be taking Vitex for only up to six months at a time. Now, I know I threw a couple of herbs out there for you, so just kind of as a recap, the five herbs I recommend is nettle, red raspberry leaf, dandelion root, ashwagandha, and Vitex if it applies to you. Now let's go over how I would recommend to take these. So it obviously depends on what type of hormone imbalance, if you know what kind of a hormone imbalance you have. But the best way to take these, as I've seen, is kind of together because they work synergistically a little bit better when they're in pairs. So I usually recommend maybe taking like three, three herbs together, three or four herbs together. The ones that would work really good together is probably taking nettle, because it's so nutrient rich, red raspberry leaf, because it covers most imbalances and helps just overall holistically, dandelion root to help support your digestive system, and ashwagandha if you're stressed. 
Now, if you don't know what type of hormone imbalance that you have, it's always good to work with someone that specializes in hormone imbalance, just so you can kind of see what kind of herbs would work best for your personal situation. Another reason why it's good to be working with someone is because your constitution also should be taken into consideration. So kind of like a brief summary of your constitution, kind of like four primers. So there is dry, wet, cold, and hot. There's kind of like the general, there's a couple more, but to make it simple, these are like the four base of your constitution. Now these constitutions also work in pairs. So for instance, me personally, I'm a dry hot constitution, meaning that I get hot very easily. My skin's usually on the drier side. I do good with spicy foods, but I can't have too many spicy foods or else like it'll, it doesn't quite sit well with me. <laughs> so it's kind of like a very brief summary. So someone that has, a, for instance, a wet constitution is someone that skin is usually like moist. They're usually a little bit more phlegmy. Uh, they're easily cold. So when it comes to constitutions, when it comes to plant medicine, is that let's say you are someone that's usually very cold. Usually your, your extremities are cold. You also have a wet constitution. So not only are you cold, but your skin's also a little bit damp. You're a little bit phlegmy. If I give you, let's say, because herbs also have constitutions, if I give you, say, slippery elm, which is a moistening herb, it might make your symptoms worse. It might make you even more phlegmy. Or let's say you have a dry hot constitution like myself. And then I take, let's say, cayenne, which is, or ginger, which is a dry herb. It could make my digestive system more acidic or aggravate my digestion in kind of like a heating kind of way. Now, most of the herbs I did recommend are a little bit more on the drying side, but they shouldn't shift your constitution too much. A good way to go about figuring out how much to take of each herb, well, first of all, it's always experimenting, like try like a little bit of each and see how your body reacts, if you're feeling any different. And then I would do it by parts. So I would say doing maybe one part nettle, one part raspberry leaf, three parts dandelion root, and then three parts ashwagandha. But you can definitely like mix these ratios because they're all generally safe in most quantities. Now on a little bit of like a, not so much like a bad note because we're just used to seeing results like right away. These herbs are slow acting, so it will take a couple of cycles to see some results. You'll probably start noticing within like maybe three to four cycles, you'll start noticing any changes, but they're definitely more slow acting. All right, and that's it for me today. If you're interested in working with me, I do have two ongoing offers. I have the Understand Your Cycle workshop where I go over how to better understand your cycle, how to chart it in detail so you can understand when your period's coming, when you're ovulating, if you're ovulating, what's your fertile window, and things like that. I also have a three-month hormone balancing program where I work one-on-one -on -one with you to figure out exactly what's going on with you based on your current symptoms. So we go over what hormone imbalances you can have. I go over different herb recommendations, which are based on your own constitution and needs. And I also teach you how to better understand your cycle in the program as well. Both of those will be linked in the show notes. All right, and I'll talk to you guys soon.